our special guest is here. I am thrilled to talk to the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, Cliff Branch's best friend, Mark Davis, joins us. Mark, thanks for doing this. What a great night last night. Thrilled that you would join us today. Hey, JT. How you doing, man? Couldn't be better. It was so great last night for Cliff and his family. Your best friend, take me through your emotions of last night. Um, you know, it, it was something It was a long time coming. Um, I don't believe anybody's uh, more deserving to be in the Hall of Fame than Cliff Branch. Um, the things that he did on the football field were just extraordinary. Um, things he did off the field were extraordinary. And like I say, I don't think anybody's more deserving than Cliff Branch to be a Hall of Famer. Mark, can you share with us uh, some of the best parts of your relationship, your friendship, how far it goes back, and how he became your best friend? Well, you know, uh, shoot, I guess it was 72 when uh, Cliff came into the league, uh, was drafted uh, out of Colorado. Um, from At that moment, we became friends. Um, I watched his career, uh, you know, all the way through. Uh, watched him develop as a wide receiver, watched uh, Fred Volitnikoff help him with on-field uh, things, watched Tom Flores as his position coach, uh, develop him into a, uh, uh, just a great wide receiver. Um, Cliff wasn't only just speed, he was also a technician. He could run routes, he could catch the ball with his hands, um, just do everything it took. He had power and speed, but uh, we uh, became friends. And uh, grew through the years, and uh, at one point I uh, became his agent and negotiated with my father and uh, was kicked out of the house that year. And uh, <laughs> Cliff came on, this was 1980, 79 and 80, and uh, Cliff, Cliff, uh, Cliff uh, ended up catching two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden I was back in the family. Incredible story. Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, joins us. What did you learn about your dad and Cliff during that negotiation? A lot of people haven't heard that story. Um, it was it would, actually it came out really well. What we ended up doing was uh, creating what was a, an, an annuity for Cliff at the time. Um, not many people were doing that. One of the reasons I became an agent for Cliff was that agents were just negotiating contracts and then they wouldn't talk to their clients again until they, the next time their contract was up. I saw the need to do financial planning and those types of things for guys. So I brought in a team of people, a very, very good friend of ours, Larry Delson, and uh, myself and a few other people, and created a, a, a thing called an annuity uh, with my dad. And it was actually my dad's idea to do it, uh, which is something that was paying Cliff throughout his, uh, after his career was over. He was still being paid on his contract up until the day that he died. And uh, it's something that, you know, I'm grateful that my dad came up with the concept. I'm grateful that we got it done. And, uh, you know, it helped clip through his life. Raiders owner Mark Davis joins us. What about your mom's relationship with Cliff, knowing that Cliff was your best friend? How has that evolved? Well, Cliff was her second son. And she absolutely loved him. He loved her. Um, they just they, they just got along great. You know, after uh, every game, every home game, uh, we would go out to dinner with my mom. This is after my dad passed. Uh, we'd go out to dinner with my mom uh, somewhere in Oakland, and Cliff would always be there at dinner. 
uh, he'd be one of the people that would come. And uh, those were special nights with uh, Clem Daniels, my mom, George Atkinson, uh, and a couple of other people. Uh, Joe Morgan would come quite a few times, the baseball player. And uh, they just had a wonderful, wonderful relationship. You know, Mark, I was pretty emotional last night when I got the news because I thought of George Atkinson. And George brought me into the Raiders along with you and, you know, those shows I did with George on radio and TV. And George has been through a rough patch in his personal life, but he's done great with football. He's a legend. And I'm sure you talked to George. Can you talk about the relationship between George Atkinson and Cliff Branch? Oh, they had a wonderful relationship. And, again, that, that was, you know, back in starting in 72. I believe they were roommates at a time. And uh, George helped turn Cliff into what it, what it is to become a pro football player. And uh, their, their relationship lasted all the way through their, that it, Cliff's life and uh, still continues today, if I might say so. Um, George is just unbelievable. And those guys were just, they were just great to hang out with and just so much fun. Um, it's, it's a, it was a different world back then. Absolutely. Mark Davis is our guest. So, Mark, how did you handle the weight all these years with Cliff? And not so much the private conversations, but... You working the back scenes at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, knowing people, Marcus Allen, Howie Long, the members of the Hall of Fame. Coach Flores and Charles Woodson went in in this past class. But what changed when you went back to the Hall of Fame and everybody knew it was long overdue for Cliff Branch? Well, you know, i got to give a lot of credit to uh, people like Mel Blunt, uh, Joe Green, uh, Kenny Easley, Marcus Allen, uh, God, just so many people that, again, more so guys that, than, than that played with him, but guys that played against him and continually uh, made, made, made the case for Cliff. And I think that's what it was really the thing to do was it wasn't really everybody that knew Cliff, but it was the people that had to cover him, the people that had to make game plans for him uh, to cover him. And eventually that, that broke through. And uh, I'm grateful, really grateful for Cliff's family for the Raider Nation and for the Raider organization that they finally recognized the greatness of Cliff Branch and how game-changing he was. Uh, and that's what I think makes for a Hall of Famer, is somebody that left a mark on the game that nobody else could have done. Mark, could you share with us what happened when Cliff's house burned down and how you stepped up and what those conversations were like? Because Cliff liked to go to autograph signings. He... You know, had a lot of memorabilia of his own, and the fire was a big story, and he got out alive, and that's the big takeaway with his rings. <laughs> it, 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 I'm laughing, but it's, it's not funny. But Cliff's house was like a museum. Yeah. Um, you could not walk into his house without having to move through boxes and boxes and boxes of memorabilia that he had collected over the years. And he had the fire up there, and he woke up, and that they were calling for him to, you know, evacuate his home. And he did, but the one thing that he wouldn't do is he would not leave his Super Bowl rings behind. So he ran back into the house, went through the safe, got his Super Bowl rings and drove out and got out alive. And uh, with all of the loss and everything, Cliff didn't lose his, his, uh, his happy-go-lucky attitude. You know, he, he understood that he lost everything. But it didn't, it didn't deter him. And two or three days later, they had the 10-1 uh, shooting down in uh, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And Cliff came down, and instead of worrying about his problems, he went and helped 
uh, people in the community of Las Vegas, spoke with the, uh, the authorities, spoke with uh, uh, victims, and just, again, it was just what Cliff Branch was. He uh, always looking out for others. He'd give you the shirt off his back. And that's, that's, sometimes that's a saying that's not true, but in Cliff's case, it always was. Raiders owner Mark Davis as we wrap it up. You know, Mark, we all have best friends in our life. You know, I have my best friend, best man at my wedding. Other people listening all have a best friend. And it was tough to watch you go through this. You lost your best friend, and you had big goals, and the team was moving and relocating, and fans couldn't go to the games uh, season one before the fans were allowed back. And you knew in the back of your mind that Cliff was going to be a big part of this, on the field with you, sitting next to you, in the owner's box, and how have you come to grips with this now? Because we're going to celebrate Cliff's life going forward. I can imagine what your emotions are going to be like as you go to Canton to present him. Well, you know, it's funny. A few people texted me last night and saying that they were with, they were they wished that Cliff was here to you know to witness this and be a part of this. And my only uh, answer is he was and is. Cliff is part of this right now. I think he's here with us. Um, he's up there with another team. He's up there with. With Al Davis, he's up there with John Madden. He's up there with Kenny Stabler. He's up there with uh, 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 Gene Upshaw. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, he's joined another team, and it's a, joint, it's a team that he's joined that's forever. Um, he'll be a Hall of Famer forever. He'll, his memories will outlive any of ours, and uh, so deservedly so. And, uh, you know, I'll miss him, but I think about him every day, and I really do believe that he's here with us. Mark, we'll talk football and the new coach and the GM later on in another conversation, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about Coach Madden's event on Monday at the Coliseum for all our listeners in the Bay Area, how important that is for you, your family, and the Madden family, his celebration of life. Well, of course, you know, uh, Coach Madden was very, very special to the Raider, Raider organization, to the Raider Nation, um, and to me personally. He, he helped me quite a bit after my father passed away. Um, in, in all kinds of things and that I would consult with him on. Uh, he was so special. And, uh, you know, again, we're sorry that he's gone as well. Um, but he's here with us, too. And his, his, the things that he brought to my life will never go away. And so he'll never be forgotten with me. Thanks for doing this, Mark. I know you're busy, and it was important you to come on and the listeners really appreciate it. Your passion for Cliff, your best friend, and that great night last night. And we're going to celebrate it here all weekend long in Los Angeles and for decades to come. Thanks for coming on. Hey, JT, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you.